Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello, everybody. It's Bonnie Elgie. Welcome to Canada's podcast. Today, I'm very happy to welcome our guest, Mark Jenis, President and CEO of Health Ice Health Systems. Mark, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could stop by and chat with us today. Thank you, Connie, for having me. So why don't we jump right in and, and can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, a bit about your career and when did you discover that you had that entrepreneurial spirit inside you? Well, I, uh, I'm a psychologist by trade. Uh, I love people. I love the concept of knowledge transfer and learning, study and human support and interaction. When I finished graduate school, I started immediately, uh, started a little practice and I started a charitable research foundation as well, aiming to support human Canadians and, and Canadian families mainly, uh, with information from research on what helps to build healthy families and healthy people. So we started there. And so I was in my late twenties and that's when it really started for me. And I've been working at entrepreneurial activities ever since. And uh, have you always been based in Calgary or tell us a little bit about about uh, your path that way? Sure. We uh, finished my uh, doctoral studies at the University of Alberta. So we started in Edmonton uh, and uh, were there for about a year or so after. And then uh, from there, moved to Calgary and have been in Calgary ever since. So Calgary has really been the mainstay for us. And you are the co-founder of ICE Health Systems. Can you tell us a little bit about the company and and the need or or the opportunity that you saw in the market and and a niche that wasn't being met sure uh, we started ice health systems a number of years ago with a vision to not be an also round just ran just another electronic health record system but to truly build something different to help move health the health world and health records forward and so a number of physicians and dentists psychologists people from all different areas researchers administrators cl- clinicians got involved a number of years ago formed an international collaboration for health information technology and have been guiding us for a number of years to build a system that is entirely web based it was the first one effectively that was entirely web based um, has proper security so that we meet ISO standards uh, for security so it can serve around the world uh, and then has a process of constant improvement so we can serve the market with one product. So we're serving dentists, we're serving physicians, we have telehealth built in. It's a more of an inclusive system with more flexibility than you would generally find. And so and then the last element, one of the largest and most significant issues within the world of healthcare, particularly for healthcare professionals and patients, is the concept of communication. Communication is not what it needs to be. Uh, And so it's a concept that's been built right through the, if you will, the framework of the system from day one. And uh, so we connected with Amazon Web Services from the beginning, uh, have been working with them from day one, and uh, it's been a really successful uh, project uh, in building and is now doing some wonderful work around the world. So how how did you grow and scale a business that you started here in, in Calgary to the point where it is a, a, a global company? I'm really interested to hear a little bit more about about how you were able to to build and, and uh, expand your business. Well, in all honesty, we're just starting that scale now. Uh, so we have been building. So what we did was uh, first we 
made ourselves determined, we made a decision to be determined to take the time to build the system so it would be able to function properly within the market. Uh, we've done that and continue to refine it. And then we started to do some test projects. So Alberta Health Services is using uh, part of the system in for, to support first responders throughout the province. So that's been a wonderful relationship. Uh, UCLA is using the system in dentistry to support community-based clinical education. So they have students going all through the state of California, serving underserved uh, patients and now expanding throughout the country. Uh, into Jamaica, a dental school in Jamaica is starting to use the system. In India with Rotary International, we started a project to support a village, and I'll say this incorrectly, my apologies, but the village of Sadopur, uh, for within the lockdown, uh, the hospital is shut down, everyone has to be at home, doctors need to be able to communicate and care for their patients, and we were able to provide that communication, EHR, and telehealth support immediately for them. And so uh, they've been a wonderful partner to work with. And so we've been trying to build relationships throughout the world as we've been refining the system. Uh, it's now quite nicely refined and uh, and fortunately now is uh, starting its growth throughout the world. Wow. Well, and what a variety of organizations uh, that you're working with. That's really fascinating. Thank you. I don't think we can talk about, about health care or health records without acknowledging the unique environment that we've been in this year with the global pandemic. And I'm wondering, have you been forced to either adapt or pivot your business or perhaps change things in order to better support your customers through this last number of months? There have been a few things. Absolutely. The first is the whole, again, concept of communication becomes that much more important because people are more isolated. And when they're more isolated, um, you need to be able to find different ways to connect. And so the concept of pushing the telehealth integrated with the health record has been really important. And that's what's really helped the folks in India. And then um, some other things is pivoting as a business. Really, uh, we were doing a lot of work in one particular country and their shutdown devastated the country financially to the point where they couldn't execute their contract. And so we've had to pivot and go into other areas and other markets um, to try to build relationships there. So most definitely the pandemic has caused challenges. Um, and, you know, the technology is a hot area, but that doesn't mean there aren't significant challenges within the other area in the area as well. And so we try to adapt and uh, work as hard as we can to serve. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and a word that we hear often when we talk with entrepreneurs this year is resilience. And I'm, I'm curious if you might have a bit of a, a, a unique perspective on that, not only because you've had to be resilient, but also just with your psychology background and, and the knowledge that you would have professionally. Can you tell me a little bit about maybe how you've had to really build that muscle this year, or even what advice you could give to some of our entrepreneurs who are maybe not as far along in their journey, but they still have a vision and a dream that they want to execute on. Don't isolate yourself. Uh, connect with people. Speak with people. Uh, we all go through periods of um, extreme emotion, particularly um, people who are responsible on the entrepreneurial side, uh, have a lot of stake in the game, if you will. Uh, and so it gets more challenging and more emotionally challenging for everyone. There's no question about it. And so there are a few things, but the main main one is keep talking to people and continue to expand the number of people you speak with. Um, there are good people out there. There are people like you out there. There are people who are interested in your project and in your vision. Work hard to articulate it, communicate it, and reach out to as many people as you possibly can. 
That's great advice and and so needed. Um, what an extraordinary year it's been. <laughs> well, I'm I'm wondering when we talk about you know start a, a startup. Is there something that stands out in your mind as maybe one of the greatest challenges you had to overcome uh, as you you've tried to execute on the the vision of Ice Health Systems and grow your business? And I'm just wondering if if you can share a bit of a insight into maybe a particularly challenging component. Often it can be financial um, to start when we're talking about young companies, but would love to hear a little bit more about your you know, personal journey that way. Um, for ours, it's, it's twofold. Definitely the financial, particularly because with the collaboration that we've worked with, the decision was made to build the system up significantly before we went out to the market so that uh, we could demonstrate well what we were doing and we could serve well without limiting our ability to continue to refine and develop. So that was a, so capitalizing that and sharing that um, absolutely was and has been a, a, a challenge. Uh, and there have been many good people, but it definitely a challenge and one needs to be capitalized properly in order to have a chance to succeed. Uh, then the second thing for us in particular is because the system is complex. And so to understand and design uh, understand what the market is doing, understand what clients are needing, and because healthcare changes quickly, what are the requirements and how do we design accordingly, not only for today, but for tomorrow, and enable ourselves to have the flexibility within the system to be able to easily and rapidly adapt uh, technologically. So these are some of the real challenges, technical and financial administrative, uh, that we've had to deal with, and uh, they are probably not dissimilar to what many people have, but those are some particular items that we've been uh, we've been addressing for a long time. Well, and as someone who's been an entrepreneur for for a long time, what do you find the most rewarding about it? What keeps you going? <laughs> Last night, I received a phone call from a group in Chicago that is doing a, uh, a project in COVID. Uh, and they're starting, they have access to rapid tests. And they're starting an Illinois-wide project uh, to do testing for people, to report back to them quickly, uh, to report to the federal government. Uh, and they've selected the system as the optimal system uh, to work with in order to do that. That's rewarding. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, when UCLA says, this system, we have grown two years ahead of schedule, and the system is the backbone of everything that we do. Uh, that's tremendously rewarding to see people benefiting, to see patients benefiting, to see professionals communicating. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Mm, that's that's tremendous. Congratulations on on your success. That's that's incredible, and and what a great story for Calgary and and for Canada as well to to know that that we're home for you. <laughs> So I'm curious, um, what are some of the things that, that you do personally, maybe to just kind of help keep a balance? We, we all know that being an entrepreneur can be a 24-7 job. And now more than ever, as people are working from home, we hear, you know, the lives become more and more blurred and trying to achieve any, a balance in life can be very difficult. But I'm wondering what are some of the things that you like to do to either unwind or or just to to be able to to relax. Relax is an interesting word. Um, 
the some of the things that I do personally, um, my wife and I, uh, Jose and I uh, exercise together every day. And again, from my perspective, it's do things with people. Um, so we exercise together every day. Um, we do try to get outside, take walks every day, as well as communicate with people. And we play a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just a variety of things we cook together, just things. And, and particularly in this pandemic time, uh, life changes. You're exactly right. So these aren't all these things we weren't doing together, et cetera, but to help maintain a bit of balance. Um, and it one thinks a lot better when one takes little breaks. It's important. And so mm-hmm. yeah, we cook, we um, exercise together, we're playing music, getting outside and uh, just doing as many different things as we can and trying to enjoy yeah, and and I see you have a friend there, so obviously pet therapy is good too. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very effective. Yeah, for no sure, for sure. What do you feel uh, the outlook is for for technology companies or startups in in Canada going forward? Certainly, it sounds like you have a wonderful success story here. But do you have any sense of of what you hope to see in the future or how you think things will start to unfold? Canada is an incredibly talented and resilient place. The people are wonderful here. Um, what I hope uh, in the future is that companies in Canada have an opportune access to the global marketplace, um, not only the Canadian marketplace. We're a, a tremendous and wonderful country. We're also a smaller country uh, full of great people. And so my hope is that um, entrepreneurs in Canada and technology particularly um, will increasingly have access to the global market. And like I said earlier, um, for us, Amazon Web Services has been a, a really, ex- a really excellent, a, an excellent uh, support in that way because we've, with their growth around the world, we've been able to open up spots, remain compliant with um, requirements around data storage and hosting, et cetera, around the world, it's really helped us be able to say yes to projects. And so um, I hope the same for every entrepreneur in the country. Mm, that's wonderful. If people would like to connect with you, Mark, how, how can they find you online? Where, where can they connect with you? Really, the best way to connect with me is just you can look me up on LinkedIn um, or you can look me up. Uh, just send me an email, mark at icehealthsystems.com. Uh, also at our website, uh, icehealthsystems.com, uh, there's a contact link for info um, that will come to me as well. So, uh, But just mark at icehealthsystems.com. People are more than welcome to reach out. Well, it's been great to chat with you today. I I really thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to to share some of your experiences with our listeners. And I I know that they will get a lot out of it. So thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you for having me.